Go down to verse 44. Verse 44. And he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was yet with you. That all the things must be fulfilled which were written in the law. Now, notice, first, the laws of Moses, the first five books of the Bible, they are called the Pentacles. First five books. In the prophets, all the prophets, in the Psalms. So, there are a lot of prophecies about Jesus in the Psalms. Concerning me, all the things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Verse 45. And he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Everybody touch your head. Say, Lord, open my understanding. Okay. Let's pick out a few. The Messiah will be born. It will be the seed of woman that will bruise the head of the serpent. It's Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. You have to follow me fast because I'm going to move fast. I'll put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. And he shall bruise thy head and you will bruise his heel. So right here, two prophecies were revealed. The Messiah will destroy the head of the serpent, which is to destroy Satan's power and authority. But the devil will bruise his heel. So you will kill this snake, but this snake will bite you, meaning that he will die. This redemption will cost him his life. Okay, number two, Messiah will be born in Jerusalem. How can you even predict the very place that he will be born? Micah chapter 5 verse 2 But thou Bethlehem Epaphrata though you are little among the thousands of judah so there are many cities of judah many cities but this bethlehem is one of the small cities there are some of the small village there if you will yet out of you shall comfort unto me he that will be ruler in israel whose going forth has been of old from everlasting the prophecy also shows that there is a pre-existence of christ for those who think he's just a human being Is the ancient of days that came. But he will be born in Bethlehem. Okay. I think that one maybe is good for you to see. Matthew chapter 1 verse 20. Why he taught on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Ghost. Okay, that is the part about being born from the lineage of David. Yeah. Chapter 2, verse 4. They read this one for us today, so I don't need to. When he had gathered all the chief priests, you remember the person, Herod. The wise men came. The wise men came. So he said, Tell me where that baby will be born. He wants to kill the baby. The wise men didn't know. So what Herod did is he gathered all the chief priests and all the rabbis, you know, the people that know the scripture. And all the people together. And he demanded of them where Christ should be born. 
so they can send soldiers there and look at what they said to him and they said to him in bethlehem of judea even they the jewish leaders knew where the messiah will be born for thus is written by the prophet verse 6 thou bethlehem in the land of judah are you not the least among the princes of judah but out of you shall come a governor that shall rule over my people you know he is king he is savior what the first coming has to do with his coming as a savior as a lamb that would die but you need to know that he's also coming back as a governor as a king as a ruler and that's the part that appealed to israel more because that part will also get them out of many of their political and economic problems they knew where and they told herod and so he sent the soldiers there and a lot of babies died that part of babies dying was also prophesied so i think it'll be good let me just show it to you jeremiah 31 verse 15. thus said the lord a voice was heard in rama lamentation bitter weeping women are crying everywhere why are they crying rachel weeping for her children she refused to be comforted for her children because they were not they are dead Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 the moment Herod got that information he went into oppression and Herod when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men was exceedingly wrought sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men verse 17 then was fulfilled what was spoken by jeremiah the prophet saying yes 18 in rama there was a voice heard lamentation and weeping great mourning rachel weeping for her children and will not be comforted because they are no more What will you do if you're giving birth to a child that has prophetic destiny this child is going to be a great leader and you also know that at the time he will be born he will be born in abuja government will come out with a policy that will lead to the death of all children what will you do if you have that information already moment that baby is born what will you do off if it's Accra or Lagos or Calabar, you go there, stay there till that government leaves office. And that's what they did. Hmm. Hosea chapter eleven, verse one. This part is where you have what is called dual application of some prophecies. There are some prophecies that have double application. Some will talk about Israel and also talk about the church. You need to know there are some of those ones. For example, Isaac being offered on the altar. Yes, he was true about Isaac, but he was also talking about Jesus' death on the cross. Because that place they offered Isaac, that mountain is Mount Moriah. And that is the exact place they put that cross that's what is called calvary so this is one of them when israel was a child 
I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. So this prophecy about bringing Israel out of Egypt is also speaking about Jesus. Because you can see Hosea was living long after Exodus. So this cannot go back and happen a second time. Why will a prophet stand 700 years to the birth of Christ, more than a thousand years after the Jews have left Egypt, to be prophesying about another exodus? Now, of course, they took the baby and went to Egypt. Matthew chapter 2, verse 14. I want to show you the very serious ones, but this, these are... Little, little details about his life was predicted. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt, verse 15. And they were there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. So you see those prophecies that have dual application. You see some things that someone like Elijah, the prophet, had in common with John the Baptist. The Messiah himself will have a forerunner that will precede him. Malachi chapter 4 verse 5. And this forerunner will come in the spirit of Elijah. Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So you see, the Lord will come, but Elijah will come before Verse 6. He shall turn the heart of the father to the children, children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Even the Jews themselves knew about the coming of Elijah. They knew that. It wasn't a, a hidden thing. Matthew chapter 11 verse 13. For all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John. Now he's talking about John the Baptist. Now verse 14. And if you will receive it, this is Elijah that was to come. Okay, go back to Malachi where he said, The son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wing. Go back there. Show it to them. I want to show you something. The, this Malachi the prophet spoke that there will be a sign about the time the Messiah will come that two powerful ministries will emerge. The first one will be the forerunner. Go to verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. Behold, the day cometh that shall burn as oven, and all the proud and those that do wickedly shall be stubble. And that day who burn them up, said the Lord of hosts, and he shall leave them neither root nor branch. He's talking about the time of the coming of Jesus, but watch what he said now. He gave signs, two things. Two ministries will emerge. The first one will be the forerunner, the Elijah. And then he gave what the main person will be, will be doing. He said, when the main guy heeds, this is how you know. Healing will break out everywhere. Miracles. Isaiah also prophesied that when he shows up, there will be miraculous healings everywhere. Blind eyes seeing, deaf people hearing. And that's what will separate him from John. So look at what he said. For unto you there fear my name, 
the son of righteousness shall arise and he will arise with what and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stone then look at verse 3 you shall tread down the wicked you shall be they shall be as ashes under you then look at verse 4 remember the law of moses my servant which i commanded him in the horeb for all his health with the status and judgment verse 5 behold i send you elijah the prophet before the one that will come with healing will come the son of righteousness but before him there will be somebody that will come up first and he will be the one that will bring restoration turn the heart of the fathers and okay elijah preceding jesus i showed you in matthew 11 this is elijah to come but i need to show you another prophecy about that john the baptist and all of these ones i'm just picking one one there are many prophets speaking about the same thing for example each one i show you i can show it to you for many prophets but i don't want to waste much time on this but look at john for some reason i just want to show you two prophecies on john isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 and you will see the role of john what that elijah coming will do for the messiah look at his job the voice of him that cried in the wilderness what is, is he crying prepare ye the way of the lord you see he's preparing the thing for christ's arrival make straight in desert a highway for our god verse 4 every valley shall be exalted every mountain and hill shall be made low the crooked place shall be made straight and the rough places shall be made plain at verse 5 and the glory of the lord shall be revealed then all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the lord so john will come and do his work and then the move of the spirit will now follow it and everybody will see it now watch then he said to the mortal comfort to be baptized of him O generation of bibles who have warned you to free from the rod to come verse verse this is what john was doing in preparing the way before christ yes as is written in the book of the words of isaiah the prophet saying the voice of the one crying in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the lord john's ministry came to fulfill so you can imagine if you are john you know all the things written about you and there are many it's not just these two you know what your job is you don't come and go and claim that you are the messiah the same way everybody has a role to play do you know your own part the bible said the last days i mean they will not break ranks do you know your own part as i'm here now someone else is called to keep my hands up so that the rod will be up and the army the people of god will be winning the battle do you know your own part or the person that is supposed to hold the hand up will go and lift his hand and that hand can't do nothing because that's a confused man that has gone out of his place <laughs> goalkeeper now he wants to be the one scoring so he leaves the goal post and goes to the front so the the opponent just score anyhow everybody has a place the two names he scored they are all prophesied his name as jesus his name as emmanuel 
God can give people name before they are born. Like John the Baptist, his name too was prophesied. And they are not the only one. Isaac's name was prophesied. You know, um, Isaiah 7 verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin. 750 years before it was prophesied. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And his name shall be called what? Emmanuel. Matthew 1, 23. Let's start from 21. She brought forth a son. She shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from what? Their sin. Even this was prophesied. But anyway, verse 22. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord by the prophet, saying, verse 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with a child, and shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is what? So there's something about Christmas story. Esther story or Easter story I mean the passion of Christ all the way to Pentecost all the way all those things you read if you want to know what Jesus taught his disciples go and see the prophecies that were made and then read about how they were fulfilled for example on the day of Pentecost when they were fully gathered the Holy Ghost fell they began to speak in other tongues prophecy made it clear in more than two different places I've read that they are going to speak in other tongues. They endure the prophet spoke how that the Holy Spirit will be poured out on all flesh and that your sons and daughters shall prophesy. So that day when he fell they quoted the book of Jewel. This is exactly that which was spoken by Jewel the prophet. That is how you are to operate as a believer. You are not an afterthought. This thing you call church is a divine plan. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And he said he will sit upon the throne of his father David. That's Isaiah. To order with justice and order. And different prophets spoke about the same thing. And that's why Jesus was born from the lineage of Judah. David wanted to build God a house and God stopped him from building it and he now told him, when your days are fulfilled, you shall go to your fathers. That's you. And I will set up your seed after you. We shall proceed out of your bowel. I will establish his kingdom. So, now, you see what I say about the prophecies that have dual application. If you read this, you will think it's Solomon. But as I read down, you will see a part that Solomon cannot fulfill. It was Jesus that was the one that was sent to fulfill it. Okay, I will establish his kingdom, verse 13. And he shall build a house for my holy name. What house do you think he was talking about? The church. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. They will establish the throne of his kingdom for how long? Solomon died, so he can't fulfill that. That authority he carries, you call the, the keys of the kingdom. He said in the book of Revelation, when he rose from the dead, he said, I, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm he that was dead, but now alive forevermore. I have the keys of David. He said, He's one that opens the door, nobody can lock it. He's one that binds. If you go now, take it to the prophecy that said he was going to have that key. 
where he now it was now but he shall be great he shall be called the son of the highest the lord god shall give unto him the throne of his father who you see this part where he will rule the kingship of jesus is what the jews like their problem with him is his operating as a lamb why will you die on the cross that part they hated they didn't want a messiah that can die a messiah that is weak you see how they saw that that's why the bible said the preaching of the cross is to the jews foolishness that doesn't make sense now let me tell you what is going on now for the last couple of years hundreds and hundreds of jews are coming to christ you know the jews don't believe in him they are coming in their hundreds i have videos if i show you sometimes thousands what is going on when people who go to evangelize them take their old testament which they believe his old testament that they believe you show them prophecies about the messiah by the prophets that they know you show them the fulfillment that is it two things convince jewish people one is when they see because the part they were not able to see is his death his suffering you show it to them look at what isaiah said start from isaiah 53 the second thing that convinces the jews is miracles the jews seek for signs then you pray in his name blind eyes start opening cripples ah i think the prophecies about christ is like five fingers there is prophecies about his birth i have been on it the prophecies about his ministry his earthly ministry okay i think i should show you some things about that before i go to his death prophecies about his death and resurrection then prophecies about his bride the church what the church will do then the final is about his second coming if you watch everything to this part is fulfilled this is what is left his return this last part is where we are now it started with the day of pentecost this is what is left four over five fulfilled how dare you play with end time prophecies his birth his first coming his ministry on earth i need to show you a few things do you know the prophecy said even the city where he will be doing ministry predicted the city and the nature of the ministry the type of message you'll be preaching everything was predicted though even his disciples even about judas that would betray him even how much they would pay over his head 30 pieces of silver even to the part that that money will be used to buy a piece of property the potter's land a property that they call academy is money blood money how is that possible when judas goes to negotiate i want to betray how, how why did the whole negotiation end up as 30 pieces of silver exact amount that jeremiah prophesied How come when he now returned the money and gave it to the high priest instead of putting it in the offering bar they refused and it was used to purchase 
What? 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 The city where he will grow up, where he will live, is Nazareth. It was prophesied. Isaiah eleven verse one. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Isaiah chapter nine. Let me read from verse one. I think this will where the base of his ministry was Capernaum in this it was, you know by the seaside you know that Jesus ministry was based in Galilee all his disciples were Galileans except Judas Judas came from Judah where he was from it was during the feast three times in a year all your men shall appear before me during the feast he goes to Jerusalem the last trip he made there during the passion week that's where he was arrested and killed but i have been to israel it's at the seaside so sometimes you hear he's with his disciples after feeding the multitude they enter the boat to go to the other side because that seaside is the base Galilee is the base of his ministry the city i've been to the city the capital of the ministry of jesus is Capernaum. Okay, Isaiah. Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be as it was in her vexation. That is, is prophesying about the land of Nephtali, the city of Galilee. Watch. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. Because he's going to bring deliverance and miracles and healings. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun. That's God did that. The land of Nephtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along Jordan. I've been there. Verse, verse 2. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light those living in the land of the shadow of death a light has done nazareth is where he was born and raised up even that one is prophesied living nazareth this is where he grew up you remember the time he returned back there and the people dishonored him he could not do much miracle in nazareth because they said ah is he not jesus the carpenter we know his father we know his mother we know his sister you remember that that's where he grew up now he left Nazareth. What? He knew what was written about him. And went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake. This lake is called Gennesaret. I've been to the water. In the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. Are you seeing it in prophecy? Verse 14. To fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Verse 15. The land of Zebulun, the land of Naphtali, the way to the sea along Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Verse 16. The people living in darkness have seen a great light and those living in the land of the shadow of death a light. actually this is where his greatest miracles everything happened this is the place the only place he faces opposition is his own place when he goes there there are so many things to show you for example herod sent a message that he will kill jesus when Jesus said it, he sent a message back. He said, go tell that fox. I preached today. I performed miracles. On the third day, I'll be perfected. For a prophet cannot die outside Jerusalem. He knew it was written where he will be crucified. As long as I stay away from that city, there is nothing they can do. And when the time was now ready, he has agreed with the father, his time is ready. 
he went to Gethsemane, prayed, and said, I'm, I'm submitting my, myself to this. He went to Jerusalem. When he got there, he flogged elders of the Lord and that's suicide. And the scripture said they went out, plotted how to get him killed. You remember they were exchanging money in the temple. Well, you know, you, you understand your destiny and you understand you're not afraid of anything. What are you afraid of? A prophet cannot die outside Jerusalem. When you have a calling on your life, you should also know the city you should be staying away from. Guess who finally betrayed him? The only person for his place he brought into the ministry, Judas. That word Judas means Judah. Jesus is from Judah. Judas is from Judah. All the other 11 were from Galilee. And that one from whom was one that betrayed him, sold him for 30 pieces of silver. Every minister should know that place of your familiarity. Where the people, when you are talking about, they don't take it, they say, yeah, they say, ah, you know. That's the place you should be visiting once in a while. Stay away if you want to last. Okay, look at triumphant entry. It was prophesied by two different prophets. Rejoice greatly, O daughters of Zion. Shout, O daughters of Jerusalem. Behold, your king cometh to thee. He is just. And having salvation, and he is lowly, that's a meek, but riding on a donkey, on an ass, and upon a cord, the fall of an ass. And why is it that even this issue, he fulfilled it to the letter, is coming to you. This is a triumphant entry, prophesied. When he was coming, children were praising, Hosanna, is he that cometh in the name of the Lord? You will see that Psalm 8 verse 2. The people tried to even tried to stop the children. He told them, "If you stop them, I'll, these stones will rise up and start singing." Out of the mouth of babes and suckling, you have ordained strength because of your enemy that you might steal the avenger. Okay, let me show you the fulfillment. People were bringing their clothes, putting it on the floor. His donkey was marching and going. And when the chief priests and the Pharisees saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple, saying, "Hosanna to the son of David," they were so displeased. Verse sixteen. And he said to them, Hearest thou what they said? Jesus said to them, Yeah, have you not read out of the mouth of babes I'm suckling? You perfected praise. But the fact that he will be betrayed, let's look at that one, Psalm 41, verse 9. Yeah, my own familiar friend in whom I trust. And this is the man that keeps money for him, Judas. Which did eat of my bread. Remember, if you remember the Last Supper, on this side, left, was John. On the right side was Judas. And when John, Peter said to John, when he was saying, one of you will betray me, Peter said to John, Ask him, you know how to get the information. Ask him who the person will be. Because everybody was saying, Is it I? Is it I? So John asked him, Who is the person? He said, Watch now. When I put hands in the plates, the person that's, that's the one. The one that eats my bread 
he has lifted up his heel against me. And the other scriptures, so the other scriptures about this. How Judas would perish was also prophesied. They wrote a whole chapter on him. So when Jesus will say, Woe is that man through whom the Son of Man will be betrayed, he's already prophesied, he's not the one saying it. He wrote even what will happen to his children, his wife, his lineage will be wiped out, he will die. And that's exactly what happened to him. My own friend in whom I trust. Betrayer. Luke chapter 22 verse 47. Just see that one so that we can leave it. I don't need to show you. You know it was fulfilled. But you know. But at that time. It has not happened. And when he was even saying. One of you would do it. Because he knew the prophecy. They were saying. Never. Peter said it can never happen. But while he spoke this. Behold a multitude that he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. And he has told the people, this is how I point out who he is. Because they dress alike. And then when he kissed Jesus, look at what Jesus told him. Judas, betrays thou the son of man with what? A kiss. Okay, look at the prize money. Zechariah 11 verse 12. And another prophet prophesied the same thing. And I said to them, If you think good, give me my price. If not, forbear. So they weighed for my price 30 pieces of silver. At verse 13. And the Lord said to me, Cast it onto the porter, a goodly price that I was prized of the children of Israel sold their own God for 30 pieces of silver, their own Messiah. And I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast them to the porter in the house of the Lord. I'm just giving you small, small gist so that you can go and now look at the whole whatever. Because you read it in all these Christmas stories you read. They start reading Matthew chapter 1, Matthew. And they'll be telling you that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by prophet this. We don't take note of all that. The chief priest took the silver pieces and said, it is not lawful for us to put it into the treasury. This is happening in the temple because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's feet. How can a prophet see all that? To bury strangers in it. Verse 8. And therefore, that field was called the field of blood or academy unto this day. And then was fulfilled, which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value. And they gave them for the potter's field as the Lord appointed me. The prophetic is so powerful that even when the devil thinks he comes to work against God, he plays into the hand of prophets. You remember when Joseph saw a vision, how he was going to be a great man, a prime minister in Egypt. His brothers now plotted 
to eliminate him and finally they concluded that the best thing is to sell him and they sold him to Ishmaelites the Ishmaelites bought him and carried him to Egypt to go and sell him who told them which direction to go and Potiphar's Potiphar bought him so that the journey can land him where he was meant to be even when people are working against you and other, as long as you're in the will of God, just pray about it and leave them. The whole thing will turn for your good. The Bible says all things work together for the good of them that love God, who are called according to his purpose. There are some things I've seen in prophecy that shocks me. For example, that Jesus in his ministry maybe will be teaching in parables. Look at that one. That his ministry will be filled with signs and wonders, blind eyes, healings and miracles. There is a popular scripture on that one, Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. You know that one. And that's what he fulfilled from the moment the anointing came upon him. He went and did fasting, came out with the power of the spirit, that, and then those things started happening. Then there were scriptures that specify that blinds will be seen, the deaf will be hearing, and all of that. Okay, Psalm 78 verse 2. I will open my mouth. This is how he will be speaking. I will open my mouth in parables and I will utter dark sayings of old. Add verse 3. Which you have heard and known and our fathers have told us. He will take ancient truths and teach it in parables. Now, watch Isaiah 6 verse 9. Isaiah was saying that when he teaches in parable, many of the people will not understand it. And he said, go tell these people, hear indeed, but not understand. See, but not perceive. Verse 10. Make the heart of these people fat. Make their ear heavy. Shut their eyes. Lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and be converted. And then, of course, be healed. And you notice that Matthew 13 where he was talking in parables look at from verse 10 you will see that that's what the scripture said was happening and the disciples came and said unto him why speakest thou to them in parables why are you always giving parable of the sower tomorrow parable of this yes verse 11 and he answered and said unto them because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of god but to them is not given verse 15 for these people's heart is worse gross their ears are dull of hearing their eyes have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes hear with their ears should understand with their heart and should be converted and i healed them on the cross prophecy said his bones must not be broken he is to be pierced with nails his bones must not be broken so the romans came evening has come they need to get these people to die so that they can get them buried they came to the first thief on the right boom cut his legs you know once they break here there are major nerves here just like you have on the neck 
and all of that the major arteries blood will gush out drain out of the body they did it blood poured at that one they went to the other one cut when they got to him he was already dead because before they started he had said father into thy hand i commend my spirit and that's why not one of his body was caught or his leg he said that it might be fulfilled that none of his bones was broken so you're already hanging on the cross how do you force romans to give you vinegar they gave me also gall for my meat and in my test they gave me vinegar to drink david even prophesied about this in the psalms about his test and then it is vinegar that they gave him and you go there on the cross in matthew chapter 27 when he was tested he cried out that i test guess what they gave him vinegar and when they were come to the place called Golgotha, that is to say the place of the skull gone they gave him vinegar to drink mingle with gall and when he tested thereof he would not drink it i'll pour upon the house of david upon the house of jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced that's where he returns back the jews are going to cry and mourn because they will see him and the mark that they gave him is still on his body is is actually how they will know him they will look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one mourned for his only son and they will be in bitterness that they killed their own savior john 19 verse 34 one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side fought with came out blood and water they also pierced his hands and feet isaiah 8 verse 14 i need to show you this one when he was coming prophecy said this guy will be a stumbling block for the house of israel that many of them will not understand what he came to do and they will stumble and he shall be for a sanctuary but for a stone of stumbling for a rock of offense to both the house of Israel and for a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and that's exactly what happened so when Mary came to the temple to dedicate the baby that prophet Hannah and Simeon turned to her and warns her this is your child is going to be for rising and falling of many in Israel it will be a stumbling block for many your heart will be pierced on the foot of the cross the man hanging on the cross it was his mother there exactly what she was told happening with broken heart but jesus looked down and turned to john he said john behold your mother mother behold your son it was john that took mary and looked after her till she died And sometimes I wonder if your leader is in a desperate situation facing his death. Can he trust you with his family? Can he trust you with his children? Can he trust you with his mother? Or you'll be among those who betrayed him. That's during the good days you are there shouting. Ah! Weather changes because persecution came. You become his Judas. You know, I showed you 
yesterday everybody is playing their part herod decided that the part he wants to play is the devil's advocate may that not be your story can i hear an amen the jesus the judas role may that not be your story can i hear an amen everybody's walking towards the second coming of christ trying to fulfill the destiny of the church you are the type that will go on social media and be destroying the work destroying the church trying to confuse people that are being brought to christ because probably you have an offense against one pastor if somebody betrayed you don't betray christ and don't betray his church somebody may have offended you done something wrong and the person might not even be a real pastor might be one of those agents of darkness that the devil recruited to be causing confusion in the last days and because of him because of him you don't turn against jesus turn against the church turn against you are working against prophecy and you will be destroyed by that your attitude by that you are because god will still grind you to powder accomplish what he wants. you think you can stop him go and read about all the people that try to stop this thing Isaiah 53 verse 7 this is a prophecy that Jesus will not reply when he's being judged you know they brought him to the council to judge him accuse him of different things they even hired people 53 verse 7 he was oppressed he was afflicted yet he opened not his mouth instead of defending himself he was brought as a lamb to slaughter as a sheep before her shearer he is dumb so he opened not his mouth and that's exactly defend yourself even Pilate got you know frustrated look at all the things that saying again defend yourself Ooh. it was when Pilate now said don't you know I, have, I can set you free I have power he said hey I think at that moment I need to talk you have no power over me except let's give it to you Mark chapter 15 verse 4. Please show it to them. And um, Pilate asked him again saying, Answer it thou nothing. You will see where the Sanhedrin's were trying him. He refused to answer. Answer it thou nothing. Behold, how many things they witness against thee. Verse 5. But Jesus yet answered nothing. So the Pilate marveled. He'll be accusing somebody of all this. Look at Isaiah 50 verse 6. That they will spit upon him and strike him. And they did it a number of times. One time it was even the high priest that ordered the, the, the I gave my back to smiters, my cheek to them that pluck off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and evil spitting. The kind of disgrace Jesus went through is not a smooth. Okay, what about the fact that he will be crucified? between two criminals isaiah 53 verse 12 therefore will i divide him a portion with the great he shall divide the spoil with the strong why you know philippians said he god has highly exalted him giving him a name above every name why 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 because he died a shameful death why because he had poured out his soul unto death he was numbered with transgressors. 
and he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressions. He died like among sinners, among lawbreakers. He died like a criminal. Where they divided his clothes, Psalm 22, verse 18. They parted my garments among them and cast lot over my vesture. And they actually cast lot. One of the soldiers won and collected his. So they crucified him naked, except for his underwear. And when the Bible says he died a shameful death. This is amazing. Luke 23 verse 34. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And they parted his remnant and cast lot over them. And other gospel writers wrote about it. The soldiers actually did that. Because they said, this cloth is so nice. We can't tear it. It's sick. So let's cast lot. Let somebody win it. The person can take it. Are we talking about the fact that he will rise from the dead? Psalm 16 verse 10. That God did not leave his soul in hell. For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Verse 11. Thou will show me the path of life. That's resurrection. And in your presence is fullness of That means it's going to return back there. At your right hand, there are pleasures forever. That means it's going to sit at God's right hand. If this one is not clear enough, then look at Psalm 1110, verse 1. The Lord said to my Lord, you see, prophets speaking, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your foot. And these are not the only ones. And many other scriptures that talked about his resurrection. And, and then New Testament was reporting on this, like Acts chapter 2, verse 32. Jesus had God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, having received of the promise of the Father, received of the Father, the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has sent it. Send forth what you see and hear. This is the message of the day of Pentecost. Then the next verse, 34. For David is not ascended into heavens, but he said himself, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your full stool. He's talking about the resurrection. At verse 36. Wherefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus who you crucified, both Lord and Christ. This is how the apostles preach the gospel. They go to the Old Testament, bring prophecies, show to the Jews those things were fulfilled. You are the ones that killed him. But where is he now? God has raised him from the dead. And that's why we are. And that's why none of them shied away from persecution. All his disciples. None of them. Many of them even died for the same gospel. They could not be intimidated. They knew that what they were dealing with was eternal truth. 
Luke, the doctor, was writing to Theophilus. Luke 1 1. For as much as many have taken a hand to set in order, then a new set of events will start. But while these events are going on, you need to know that man that holds history, that man that holds the book in his hand, that man that holds the future in his hand is the same man that holds you in his hand. Why are you having had an attack? Read the book and find your role. This gospel of the kingdom must be published in all the earth. That is my part. Let the devil do his part. He can stop me from doing my part. And I read my part again. They that understand among the people shall instruct many. I'm one of those of understanding. My job is to open the eyes of others. afraid of the book of revelation he said but there are some things that i don't understand yeah he's written in codes and mystery to keep the devil and his children from knowing the plan it wasn't written to confuse you that's why the things in it are also taught in matthew 24 you need that book matthew 24 another so you will know what is remaining you need to understand the ones concerning him they have been fulfilled you need to understand the one concerning you right now and make sure you're walking in it then you need to know what is left to complete history and conclude the age none of those things are written against God's people written for our good upon whom the end of the age has come I have hindsight I have insight and I have foresight I understand where we are coming from I understand where we are now and as I look at the crystal balls of prophecy I see where we're headed. That's why you never find me perturbed, disturbed. Even when the whole world is going up and down, you'll find me very calm in the midst of it all. That you might know the certainty of those things that are most solely believed among us. Father, I thank you. 
use these few things we've shared to instill another level of faith and confidence and assurance in the life of all that have heard the sound of our voice today and the millions that will watch from around the world seal it give them that faith that is unshakable christianity that cannot be destroyed by the storms of life a foundation that is as strong as what the apostles had 